in a major money grab. Amazon Video is set to introduce commercials into its streaming service starting January 29th. Subscribers receive notifications regarding this change, which requires an additional $3 monthly to maintain an ad-free experience. This applies to both Prime subscriptions and standalone Prime video membership. Initially, regions like the United States, UK, Germany, and Canada will be affected with more countries facing this decision by the end of next year. Amazon maintains that it aims to have fewer ads compared to linear TV and other streaming services with an estimated four minutes of ads per hour. The addition of ads is part of Amazon's money grab to find more compelling content over time. While ads will be included in general streaming, rented or purchased content will remain ad-free. Certain U.S. territories are currently excluded from this ad rollout. That and many, many more stories tonight. You're listening to Geek News Central, episode 1714, coming to you this Thursday, December 28th. I'm your host, Todd Cochran, and a happy new year. This is our last show of the year, but a big shout out to our primary sponsor at GoDaddy.com, powering Geek News Central. Grab their deals at GeekNewsCentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. And hey, to all our, all our awesome listeners, you're the real MVPs. Contribute your time, talent, or if you cannot do that, your treasure at geeknewscentral.com forward slash insider by becoming a GNC insider. We're live and lit with those fresh modern apps from podcastapps.com. Join the value for value movement just by hopping onto a fresh modern podcast app. To all our amazing listeners out there, a big virtual hug. Dive into our digital hub at geeknewscentral.com. Follow and subscribe to the show. Sign up for the newsletter. We want to make sure that you don't forget to do that. Get on board and use your favorite podcast app. Of course, you can slide into our chat. That's real. I mean, yeah, slide into our chat room at geeknews.chat or our Slack channel, which is still alive and well. Yeah, feedback. Ping me at geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com, or on X at geeknews, or find me lounging on Facebook. Don't forget to check out our partner shows. They're all linked to geeknewscentral.com. And a massive salute, a massive salute to GoDaddy, the longest-running continuous sponsor of a podcast. We want to thank them for their ongoing longtime support of the show. And before we get fully into the sponsor segment, uh, we got the numbers for December. Our months run from about November 28th to December 27th. That's about the the the, uh, the space. And you all did good. You all stepped up. I want to thank you very much. I, the call to action worked, but we need your ongoing continued support. Pick up a great GoDaddy product or service at geekandcentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. You can use my general promo code, CJCFOS1. That will basically get you, um, give me credit for any time you buy anything on GoDaddy that is not a domain name or hosting package. But please come to geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy to lock in your savings 
$11.99 for a brand new domain name or $6.99 a month economy hosting with a free domain, professional email, and an SSL certificate for the first year. Again, $6.99 a month economy hosting includes a free domain, professional email, and an SSL certificate for the first year or $12.99 a month of managed WordPress hosting includes a free domain, professional email, and an SSL certificate for the first year. You can always get a free trial of GoDaddy Website Builder, your choice of personal business or business plus plans. Now, for those of you that have more than one site, like me, I have multiples of sites. Within their pro plans, and this is, so if you, if you lock in the manage WordPress hosting code and you don't want a single site, single domain, as long as you've clicked on the code at geekencentral.com forward slash Godi and go to their website. And then when you go and look for their pro plans where you can buy a managed WordPress hosting that gives you up to five sites, 10, 15, 20, whatever you, whatever you need, as long as you in that session pick up that product or service, that promo code will go to giving me credit for that sale. So don't go to GoDaddy if you're just by yourself. If you're picking up one of their pro plans, make sure you come to Geekness Central first, geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Click on the link, go to the website, and then that basically sets something in your browser, a cookie, I don't know what. And I will still get credit if you pick up a pro plan product. Now, the pro plan products are obviously much more because they... um you can get up to five sites on one plan. So you're not going to get that $12.99 deal, but you're going to get to be able to give me credit for sending you over there and doing that. So we want to thank GoDaddy for being a longtime sponsor here. Geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy is the place to go, place to lock in, help the show here. It's greatly appreciated when you do. All right, everyone, happy new year. Happy, happy new year. Thank you so much for being here. And um, I got a bunch of announcements, some things to talk about here. And uh, I've had some time over the holiday period. Uh, first and foremost, we're on brand new infrastructure. Um, we have had, um, um, we've been on this the same server infrastructure for a very very, very long time. And we we're way overdue. We couldn't upgrade the the uh, PHP anymore. There was just, and you know, it, the server was showing its age. Uh, not all the patches were coming out. So basically, um, over the past five days, and if you visited the website, you may have seen some some weird stuff going on. There's still one, one site that we're finishing up, nothing that you guys would normally go to. Uh, we should be finished up in the next couple of hours, but we're on brand new, brand new infrastructure and it is a rocket ship. And part of my things, the strategy that I'm looking for in going forward with the show and everything else with the website is savings. Now, this is a huge, huge, huge savings. Um, it was the infrastructure and all the traffic and everything was quite expensive every month. And as near as I've been able to calculate it out, we probably just reduced the cost 
of about $500 a month of doing the show from a web infrastructure standpoint because I consolidated a whole bunch of sites, I think 11 sites, into this new infrastructure. And I'm very, very pleased with the performance and everything that goes along with it. Geek News Central accounts for 95% of the traffic and it's, it's a lot of traffic. So we had to be on a beefy enough infrastructure and I wanted something that was going to be WordPress specific that was because all of my sites are on WordPress. So I wanted to make sure that we were on infrastructure that would support uh, in a big, big way um, what we do here, page speed loads and a whole bunch of other stuff. So that is right now the primary site, Geek New Central, the new media show live.geeknesscentral.com is all on new infrastructure. Kirk's, infra Kirk's show, uh, GNC Insider, has always been on a Blueberry server. Uh, we've already always had it um, over there. And along with the, uh, the old podcast legend shows, on been, been on Blueberry server. But the Gadget Professor, Pro Gear, new media shows, all been moved along with uh, some other sites that I have that I don't talk about here on the show very much. And some of that consolidation over the next year will continue as servers or shared hosting accounts get up for renewal. We'll cancel those and move those shows onto the new, onto the new box because it's, it's a monster and it does very, very good with, uh, with handling heavy amounts of traffic. And it's, you know, it's, so again, um, managed WordPress is really the way to go. And you get the best bang for the buck when you're on one of those one of those platforms. Um, at the same time, what we're going to do is the Insider program. I'm going to start. I talked about it on the last show, last couple of shows. The goal, the goal over the next year is to get everyone that wants to contribute to contribute at whatever level they want to. And, uh, but the main thing is to try to hit uh, a marketing goal of $3,000 a month. It's a big, big, big uh, challenge for this next year. And, uh, and if we can get it to that amount through value for value, time, talent, treasure, um, it will really help me guarantee the sustainability of the show going through for many, many years. Uh, regardless of what may happen with any sponsor or anything like that. Um, and again, you guys came through with GoDaddy. You guys upped the game. We had good conversions this, this, uh, this month. And I want to thank you very, very much. But at the same time, I'm going to do my part in that we're going to be looking at every angle to cut cost. Um, I, I have never been super, super tight on the budget, some stuff is carried over that probably shouldn't have. So now it's in this major, really looking tight at the budget. If it doesn't add value, it's got to go. And uh, so that's going to be stuff that I'm going to be doing on my end on a monthly basis to improve things. It just helps the bottom line. And, you know, things are getting more expensive. We have to be tighter on the budget. Each and every one of us has to be. And I'm hoping as you're going through your personal lives and looking at what you're spending money on, I'm hoping that if you cancel a service, that you'll spread that love 
let's say you're paying $20 for a service with someone. That gives you 10 shows, six shows, five shows, whatever the number may be that you can potentially support in this space. Because as AI continues to grow and do what it's going to do, you're going to need a trusted voice in the space. And I hope you'll consider this show a trusted voice. And at the same time, going to continue to work hard to improve the content here. So value for value is going to continue to be a big piece. You know, we had some boosts come in from the last show. Um, and I guess someone was listening on Fountain and it was doing some ducking. So I got 100 sats from Pest Merck. He says, hey, Todd, it's not you auto-ducking your podcasting. Everything in the new Fountain app is being ducked. I'm not a fan. Please let them know. And uh, yeah, we're not doing auto-ducking here on the show uh, whatsoever. So another 500 sats from Pest Merck. Thanks for the feedback. I definitely appreciate it. So again, the value for value is again, not necessarily always about the money. It's about the, it's about the engagement, letting me know whether you like something, hated something. It's the same as sending an email when you send a boost. So get over to podcastapps.com. Let's get on a new podcast app, put a little bit of Satoshi's in there. Doesn't take much, put 20 bucks worth in. You send a thousand sats, it's going to last you a long time every time you do a boost. If you're live streaming sats, that's a different matter. You have to set the level that you're comfortable with. But again, we got a lot of people that are streaming to the show right now. Um, I think this year, uh, this show alone, this show and the new media show brought in about 4 million sats, um, which is, I think, approximately the way Bitcoin is right now, about $2,000 but it really adds up over time. And again, between value for value and regular fiat funds, AKA PayPal donations and become an insider, I think we can really make some headway this coming year in advancing the goals uh, of the show and everything that's going on here. Now, fortunately, um, I had two things that happened this year that really helped things out. Number one, I sold a domain name. Did really, really well on that domain name. That really helped push things for the year and be able to make expenses. We'll, have a, we'll be a little bit green ahead of red uh, for the operation here, which is fantastic. And um, at the same time, I landed a major contract at really at the end of the year. We'll see some of that come next year where I was involved in submitting. And matter of fact, that media just finished getting sent yesterday, 1,700 hours of audio. Essentially, almost every episode that's ever been created here uh, on the Geekness Central podcast all the way back to 2004 is being utilized along with content from the new media show, another five to 600 hours over there to train an AI. Now, my voice is not being duplicated, but they're just using the audio and they needed a mass amount of audio content. So if that, and they, and they basically qualify it and there's a whole bunch of things that go into probably of the 1700 hours I submitted, probably about a thousand hours will be acceptable. That's kind of the ratio we're seeing. And if so, that will really help things into the new year and um, the pressure to raise 
money will not be as as heavy as it is right now. But again, a goal, the sustaining goal of the show is to reach that $3,000 mark. We're going to start recognizing insiders again on the podcast. We'll be going through the numbers of people that are supporting the show monetarily right now are pretty low. So we're going to start out and we'll be talking about in the new year, we'll be talking about those folks that are contributing via PayPal now. So if you want to get in, this is a great time to get in to the first round after I get back from CES, we'll start that. Um, but anyway, lots of things here that I've been thinking about and trying to make sure that the show, as we head into our 20th year, this is, you know, basically in October, it'll be 20 years we've been doing that I have been bringing this show to all of you. And I have to think about all right, where are we headed? And, you know, I'm very thankful. GoDaddy's here still sponsoring the podcast. Continue to bring revenue in, be able to keep the lights on, keep the rent paid, keep the insurance paid. All this stuff adds up. Computer goes bad, whatever it may be. Um, it does cost money to run this. I don't get paid for my time. Um, although I did take a little bit out this year. Uh, to pay a couple of small bills. So, you know, the 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 goal here is, again, to, to shore the show up, to shore, and, and I want you guys to be part of the ride. Now, if you guys don't support, then that'll be telling too. And um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, maybe after 20 years, uh, you guys are tired of me. Who knows? Um, but again, uh, the reality here is uh, there are fixed. I'm not crying. It's just a fact. There's fixed expenses. Yeah, we can dumb it down quite a bit. And, and I potentially could do that if things go sideways. But always got to plan for a rainy day. I plan to be here, continue doing the show. I don't plan on stopping doing the show plan on continuing into the new year and uh, going as long as I can go. That said, I'm 59 and I've been with you guys since I've been 40 and we'll celebrate 60 together. And for 20 years, um, we've been in your ear for the most part, at least maybe once a week, a couple times a week. And at the same time, I take a little breaks here and there when I travel. So, Again, trying to continue to bring you value, and I hope that you'll support the show. So again, if you're thinking about becoming an insider, this is a great time to do it. Two, five, 10, 15, 20, 25 dollars a month, or make a one-time annual donation or a one-time monthly donation. You find something that I've said in the show that has bring you value. This is not a situation where I'm going to squash you. If you want to come and make a donation for thousand dollars, great. You want to make one for five thousand, great. We're not going to turn away donations. And if we get to that point where people are supporting a show at those types of levels, then uh, we'll, we'll ramp up. And uh, again, value for value is a model that I really want to embrace here. Now, at the same time, time, talent, or treasure. So the time, do you want to, con do you want to contribute time to helping the show? You want to do something for the show, help with social media, help with clips, that type of stuff. 
That is a, a donation of time, time and talent. Currently, everyone that's working for the show, Kirk and all the writers, they all get paid. We pay them. It's not at the top of the wage scale, but I, we, I pay what I, can, uh, what I can afford. And all the content currently being written on the site is non-AI written. It's all written by a real human with real content behind it. Kirk does all the production, doesn't use AI for the production. Now I'm using AI in the post-production of the show to give you better show notes, but it doesn't change the flow of how the content is being presented, except maybe the intro a little bit. So don't ever want, and I will never go to an AI-based show, which would be ridiculous if you think about it. All right, so anyway, I've been yabbering here for quite a little bit. Um, you know, as looking back, as I was processing these 1,713 episodes to send off to uh, be uh, used in an AI training model, and um, what I found to be real interesting is the show length has largely uh, throughout the entire time that we've been doing the podcast stayed from about 50 minutes to 70 minutes. Now, rarely do we get into the 70 minute today. It's more between usually 50 and 60 minutes is about the length of the podcast. So um, I hope that you enjoy the content and the, and the commentary. I don't try to be as controversial as I used to be and maybe I should be. Um, but uh you guys give me your feedback, what you think, geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com. And of course, again, you can boost with your commentary as well. And again, time, talent, or treasure. If you don't have time or the talent, or you can't, you, aka the time is usually the biggest thing people are challenged with. Um, it's just like this server move. I could have really used some help. But what I am going to do is I want to change themes. I am going to be picking a new theme for Geekness Central. There is going to be an update to the blog. So if you have a suggestion or can do some research, and all I'm looking for is a good two-column template, modern, that is responsive and uh, doesn't have to be too fancy. Again, a typical blog template. And uh, if, if you make a suggestion on that, that's going to save me time. So that is, again, providing your talent of going out looking for. So if you find a theme that you think would be good for Geek News Central, make a suggestion, geeknews at gmail.com. And a whole bunch, this is really what we're up to. And it's going to change across the entire platform. We're going to update all the websites and, and go to that new theme because I support basically run off one theme for all the sites. It just makes it easier to manage. So, uh, and again, going back to the treasure. If you don't have the time, talent, or tre you, some of you have treasure. So we hope that you'll support the show. Independent content creating is not getting any easier. This is a big challenging time right now in the content creator space. I implore upon you that if you have content that you love, even if it's outside of this show, that you please consider supporting that podcaster in some way. It's very, very difficult right now. Advertisers are pulling out of the podcasting space and moving into TikTok and other platforms that are more popular at this time. 
So you're going to need to support your favorite podcasters out there. It's, 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 is a very, very critical time in, in the, in the space. Times are changing. Advertiser appetites are different. And this is why part of my reasoning for is preparing for potential change in the future. Not saying it's going to happen, but you never know when that call's going to come. All right, let's go ahead and make a move here. Get into the content. This Amazon Prime video serving ads, boy, oh boy, what a bunch of dirty, dirty poos. You're going to have to pay $3 a month on top of your subscription to get rid of the commercials. Another $36. I, I'm not watching very much Amazon Prime video at this point. I'm watching Netflix. I'm watching YouTube. And that's about it. If it wasn't, and the free delivery is worth the re regular Prime. That, that in itself. But I don't know if I'm going to pony up the additional $3. I think I can put up with the four minutes of advertising um, it, for whatever I decide to watch. Now, if I get hooked up on something over there that I, that I love, which it, the content over there hasn't been that great on prime, then maybe, then maybe I'll pay it. But at this point, that's three bucks that stays in the kitty on uh, the scheme of things. It's not too much on a month to month basis, but still, um, I still pick pennies up off the ground in dimes and quarters and I put them in my change drawer. And I don't walk by money. And uh, I think we all are watching every penny at this point that we're spending. So uh, three bucks more for Amazon Prime. Google has agreed to settle the Chrome incognito mode class action lawsuit. This 2020 lawsuit accused Google of tracking incognito activity, trying tying it to user profiles. I'm sure many of you knew this. Going incognito doesn't mean they don't know who you are. The lawsuit was filed by Florida resident William Byatt and California resident Chazen Brown and Maria Nugent accused Google of violating wiretap laws. It also alleged that sites using Google Analytics or Ad Manager collect information from browsers in incognito mode, including web page content, device data, and IP addresses. The plaintiffs also accused Google of taking Chrome users' private browsing activity and then associating with their already existing user profile. Google initially attempted to have the lawsuit dismissed by pointing to the message displayed when users turned on Chrome's Ignito Moon that warning tells users that their activity might still be visible, might still be visible to websites you visit. Judge Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers rejected Google's bid for summary judgment, pointing that Google never revealed to its user data collection continued even while surfing in incognito mode. According to notes filed on Tuesday, Google and plaintiff agreed to terms, the result in litigation being dismissed. The agreement will be presented by court by the end of January with the court giving final approval by the end of February. So in other words, Google's going to write a check. So I get a lot of those class action lawsuits. I don't know if I got on that one to get my $3.50, but uh, some, at least we're starting to hold Google a little bit accountable. The Apple watch ban is lifted on appeal. It's good news for Apple, but the reprieve might only be temporary. So the U.S. Court of Appeals is putting pause on the U.S. sales and import ban while it reviews the case, which means Apple Watch 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2 can go back on sale for the time being. So if you were thinking about buying one and didn't get one, you might want to get one now. Apple says we are thrilled to return the full Apple Watch lineup to our customers in time for the new year. 
We are pleased the U.S. Court of Appeals for Federal Circuit has stayed the exclusion order while it considers a request to stay the order pending our full appeal. As for how long the ban will be in place, it's not clear. The next significant date is January 20th, which is the deadline for the International Trade Commission in the U.S. to respond to the appeal. That's the organization that prompted Apple's decision to take smartwatches off sale in the first place. So we'll see. Anywhere between... But apparently, Apple submitted a software fix that it hopes will get it off the patent dispute hook. A decision whether or not to update changes anything is going to be made on January 12th, so it will be a busy January for Apple. The full ban on U.S. sales and imports the Apple Watch 9 and the Apple Watch Ultra 2 came into force on Christmas Day. And meanwhile, I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. I hope Santa Claus was good to you. And um, very, very quiet Christmas for me, indeed. Apple is reportedly faces pressure in India after sending out warnings of state-sponsored hacking. India's government is really angry at Apple for warning its known critics. Indian authorities allied with Prime Minister Narendra Modi have questioned Apple on the accuracy of its internal threat algorithms and are now investigating the security of its devices. According to the Washington Post, officials apparently targeted the company after it warned journalists and opposition politicians that state-sponsored hackers may infiltrate their devices back in October. While Apple's under scrutiny for its security measures in the eyes of the public, the Post says government officials were more upfront with what they wanted behind closed doors. They reportedly called up the company's representative India to pressure Apple into finding a way to soften the political impact of its hacking warnings. The officials also called in an Apple security expert to conjure alternative explanations for the warnings that they could tell people, most likely one that doesn't point to the government as the possible culprit. The journalists and politicians that posted about Apple's warnings on social media had one thing in common. They were all critical of Modi's government. Amnesty International examined the phone of one particular journalist who was investigating longtime Modi ally Gautam Adani and found that an attacker had planted the Pegasus spyware on his Apple device. While Apple didn't explicitly say that the Indian government is to blame, Pegasus developed by the Israeli company NSO Group is mostly sold to governments and government agencies. So, yeah, they got caught. So they're pissed. I think Apple needs to continue this. This is something we're going to see at CES. LG developed a two-legged AI-powered robot that can watch your pest for you. Now, I'm looking at this thing. And it's basically something that rolls around. LG is going to start selling a compact bipedal robot that can roll around your house freely. The AI-powered robot, which will debut at CS 2024, has a wide range of capabilities, from notifying that you left the AC on while you're away to watching your pet while you're at work. Like stationary smart home aids like Alexa or Apple HomePod, LG's robot can also tell you the weather and remind you to take your medication on time. The robot is power po powered by Qualcomm's robotics RB5 platform. Now, I'm looking at this thing. And if this thing's following my cat around or a dog, this thing's going to get tipped over. 
Cats are going to attack it. Dogs are going to attack it. Is this thing actually, can it, can it get back on its feet if, it, if the dog runs it over? That's the question, right? For those of you that can't see this, it looks like it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of cute. It's got a set of headphones on. There's probably a handle. And I don't know if the wheels are like double wheels or if it balances itself or it really can't tell. But it is kind of cute. So we'll see. Uh, what's it going to cost? Did they say? Because the bot can move around freely, you can program it to look after your pets. If an unusual activity is detected using the same, same monitoring tools, the bot can act as a mobile security guard. Interesting. Would you have one of these in your house? Now, like me, where I live upstairs, I would definitely have to remember all the time to keep the, uh, the gate closed or this thing would probably roll down the stairwell, uh, which will be a problem for, for many, I'm sure. 10 exhilarating space flight missions to watch in 2020-24. <laughs> From long-weighted rocket launches and lunar landers to crude flights around the moon, here are a few exciting space flight missions to look forward in 2024. Uh, number one, moon missions. The Japanese Aerospace Agency is launching its smart lander. Artemis 2 is supposed to happen. Manned mission. The Vulcan Centaur rocket. The Sierra Space Dream Chaser. Polaris Dawn. The Starship IFT-3. Of course, that's uh, SpaceX. The Ariane 6. The New Glenn Escape Launch. The Europa Clipper, Boeing Starliner. So again, lots of things that are going to happen in 2024. Lots of firsts that are going to be out there. CBS and Paramount's parent company report hack affecting over 80,000 people. A notice with Maine's attorney office to just financial information was stolen. So again, here we go. National Amusement, CBS and Paramount parent company report a year old hack this month. TechCrunch first covered a breach and revealed the company filing with the main attorney general under a 2005 state digital privacy law. Apparently, the hack occurred over a year ago, from December 13th to 15th, 2022. 64 of whom were main residents. So again, just every week, there's two or three. We may have to start grouping all these hacks into a single, into a single stack. Apple's iPhone designer is leaving to work with Johnny Ivey and Sam Altman on AI hardware. Tang Tam joins the recent exodus of designers at, at Apple. Tan was in charge of designing the Apple's main products, including the iPhone watch, iPhone watch and AirPods. As part of the love from Tan will act as a hardware design lead for the new AI project with Altman providing a software running underneath. All products supposed in early concept phase. It was already known that Tan would likely be leaving Apple, but it hadn't yet been revealed where he'd go. Earlier this year, Johnny Ivey's successor, Evans Hankey, left the company after just a few years in a product design chief role. In all, about 14 members of Ivey's former team have left Apple since 2019. So uh, AI hardware coming to cause us to spend more money. Be aware, be aware, be aware. Please continue to... to inform people 
Amazon scam calls will cost you thousands. If you get a text or an email saying that, hey, you got an iPhone you ordered, we want to check on you, or here's the receipt for your iPhone, or here's the receipt for some AirPods, or whatever it may be, be careful. Don't, don't do this. Amazon scam calls can occur in various ways. Here's the common methods. One, claiming an Amazon delivery got lost. Number two, claiming a hacker made an expensive purchase on your account. Number three, claiming that something is wrong with your account. Number four, claiming your Amazon Prime subscription will increase in price. Never blindly trust a call. Amazon will not call you. Amazon will never ask for sensitive information. They'll never ask you to send money over the phone. They'll never ask you to go get a gift card. These scammers make people panic. Do not fall for this crap. People are losing millions of dollars, these folks, every year. Go on YouTube and start watching some videos called like Scam Baiter and that type of stuff. You'll, you'll see what they do. Please, please, please inform the adults in your family. It'll help a great deal. Over on Lifehacker, what's new on Prime Video in, in January 2024? Well, um, anything of important? Let me look through this. Arriving January 1st, 1984, Airplane. These are all old movie bad boys. Conan the Barbarian. Anything new? I Am Ali. It's a Wonderful Life, 1947. John Lewis, Good Trouble. Like a Boss, Little Nicky. Again, I don't see a lot of new newbies. One Fine Morning, 2022. So again, have the list. Link will be up in the show notes. So if you're watching Prime Video and you want to watch the commercials, link will be in the show notes. TechMakeUseOf.com has a good article about how long does a router last and how do you know when it to upgrade? What I found is routers are notorious about two, three years. Seems like every two, three years, I'm buying a new router. But they're staying a standard Wi-Fi router typically lasts between five and 10 years, depending on factors like maintenance and compatibility. The most important thing is make sure your router has air so it can stay cool. What happens is people stuff their routers in weird places and they don't get a lot of ventilation and they end up overheating and cooking. That's the thing that causes most routers to die. If you can't upgrade your router anymore, that's something you have to be paying attention to. And of course, upgrading a router gets you some benefits, gets you into some new technology. Don't go and buy the cheapest router when you're buying a new router. Age itself typically means dirt and dust. Now, here in the studio, I have two air, what do you want to call it, air conditioners. Now, this let me look right here and see how much dust is on that. And uh, not much, if any. So I run, change my furnace filters a lot, and I run actual air purifiers here in the studio. And it's remarkable how little, and there's still dust, but not at the level it would be normally. And uh, But if you're not doing that in your house, you're collecting dust, these things are going to cause, you know, stuff to age. Um, 
So you'll know. You'll know when it's time to update your router because they'll start acting weird. There's a great article over at securityweek.com. This is the best read of the day. Mysterious Apple sock feature exploit a hack Kaspersky employee iPhones. This is a big one. A hardware feature presents an Apple system on chip was abused, successfully bypassed protections, and takeover device attacks targeting an iPhone with a dozen of the Kaspersky senior employees early this year, the Russian cybersecurity vendor reported. Dubbed Triangle DB, the spyware implant was designed to be as stealthy as possible. And this thing, I mean, it took three patches for Apple to shut it down. And, uh, Whoever figured this out was one smart puppy and they were able to use proprietary information. They got somewhere to, to use memory positions in the phone that wasn't published, you know, basically no one knew about. And um, so link will be in the show notes. This is a great read. In about 10 minutes, you'll get through it. But again, this is probably, I consider the coolest article of the day in regards to this. Uh, security. Another hack, Lone Care notifying 1.3 million of data breach following cyber attack on parent company. So subsidiary of Fidelity National Financial, Lone Care provides loan subservicing for mortgage loaners, including banks, credit unions, and mortgage firms. I learned something this time. So I had been informed uh, by Wells Fargo that my house payment in Hawaii was going up. It was going to go up like 40 bucks or something that a month. And I did not get the payment change for December 1st. I thought it was on January 1st. And about January, December 10th, they sent me a message that, hey, your, your payment's late. This is a little dirty trick. I had sent the majority of the payment up to about $40 short, and they would not apply that payment to that loan until the additional amount came in. It's the first time I've ever been late on a payment. I had to pay a $115 late fee, but they would not. I said, why didn't you process the payment I sent in? No, 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 no. They're going to, they're going to hit cluck me on interest and everything else. It's really, really dirty. I did not know they didn't do this. If you didn't have your exact amount, and usually I send more than I need in, but they would not process that payment until that extra $40 came in, even though it's sitting right there pending. I thought that's just a little, that's just dirty. It's real. I, I was pretty shocked to be quite frank with you. And then I told them, okay, I want to switch to twice a month payments. And I had to go through a whole rigmarole to get that switched over. Uh, these, these mortgage companies are not your friends in, in, any, in any, and I'm sure it's in the fine print. I just never, you know, was late on a little bit of a payment before. And it wasn't because I didn't have it. It's because I didn't realize that it switched on December 1st instead of January 1st. So, you know, it's how it is is when they, it's based on your uh, escrow account, how much you've got going into property. Because my, my basically, my mortgage is, covers, pays my, uh, my uh, property taxes. 
So however that goes, that's what the payment changes. So moving on here, researchers come up with better idea to prevent air tag stalking. And this is a pretty technical article. And again, I'm not going to go into it, but Apple and a consortium of other folks are starting to look at different ways to essentially make the AirTag more secure. I use the AirTag a lot. I have a bunch of them. Matter of fact, I got a bag that's got just batteries in them to update the batteries in them. They really work out handy, um, especially when there's stuff that I'm looking for. I can't remember where I put it. I just ping it and it, I'm able to find it. Um, it's It's really... They're really slick. I'm a big fan, big, big fan of AirTags. But so are the stalkers. Former e-commerce giant Zelly shuts down. Zelly's selling off its assets as it prepares to close. So I don't know if you've ever used the service, but they said Amazon took them out. Amazon, meanwhile, plans to make its own hydrogen to power vehicles. Amazon thinks hydrogen can be a more sustainable fuel for vehicles at its warehouses, but it'll have to clean up hydrogen production first. They're going to use an electrolyzer. will make fuel for around 225 forklifts at the site. Although it says the, oh, it says they have the capacity to fuel up to 400. This is the first time AMS tried to make its own hydrogen on site, and it's not likely to be the last. So uh, trying to get those green credits is what they're trying to do. New Android malware families infected thousands of devices. Here's what you need to know. The apps as follows. Essential horoscope for Android. 3D skin editor for PE Minecraft. Logo Maker Pro. Auto click repeater. Interesting. Count easy calorie calculator. Dots, one line connector and sound volume extender. All have malicious software in them and they've been removed. There might still be in your phone. Majority of victims are in the U.S., U.K., Germany, Spain, Australia, Brazil, Mexico, and Argentina. So uh, check, your, check the link. Check your apps. Wondercraft's personal exoskeleton unveiled as a game-changing solution for impaired individuals. The CEO, Matthew Maslin, showcased hybrid robotic technology that powers the personal ex exoskeleton, highlighting its potential to revolutionize those with walking disabilities. The personal exoskeleton, once cleared, could become the first stabilizing exoskeleton available personal everyday use. I'm sure we're going to see this at CES, but they're going to have clinical trials. There's a great YouTube video on it as well, along with some Instagram, and it shows people testing it. I Definitely, it's going to make mobility easier for people that have mobility challenges. Samsung's going to launch an enhanced AI kitchen ecosystem. This is not surprising. AI's always, Samsung's always got something big at CES. So they're going to feature the AI SmartThings connectivity, a bespoke four-door refrigerator with family AI hub. Um, they have... Vision AI identify up to 33 different fresh food items, including being able to tell you when they're going to expire. Um, they're going to have the Anyplace Induction Cook-Do-Pan. Uh, complements ecosystem offering efficient borderless heating of pots. Somebody will see this all at CES. Beyonce user base grew 30% this year, expanding even after U.S. legal settlement, the largest crypto currency trading venue added around 40 million accounts to 170 million 
LG's 2024 TV lineup includes a giant 98-inch QNED model. LG's also promising snappier smart TV performance. So again, I'm sure we're going to see all of this at CES. I don't know what a QNED is. What is a, we know what an OLED is, but what is a QNED? Quantum dot and nanocell. Hmm. QNED, quantum dot and nanocell. Very expensive. They think the stocks are going to be $5,000 plus for a QNED. So we will keep a lookout at CES for these types of televisions. Get a picture of one. From Digital Trends, NASA's looking ahead uh, to an exciting 2024. They've created their own YouTube video of what is to come. That link will be up in the show notes for you to check out. Pornhub is going to pay victims $1.8 million in sex trafficking case. U.S. officials said they had turned a blind eye to reports that women were deceived and coerced into videos appearing on the site. The charges stem from its hosting and content second payments from a third party. They say they, ALO, I guess that's the company, said it deeply regrets hosting the content. The women said that GDP coerced, coerced them into having sex on camera and lied about how the material would be shared. Oh, this is an individual. ALO, then known as MindGeek, settled with 50 women out of court in 2021. It owns other popular sites as well. There were more than 400 victims in total. GDP producer Ruben Andre Garcia was sentenced to 20 years in federal pr prison for coercing women and appearing in adult videos. Late last year, the women went out to the videos they appeared in, and Garcia had to pay them $18 million in restitutions. So, again, Pornhub's parent company has got to pay $1.8 million to the U.S. government to resolve allegations of profiteering from this content. Ohio Lottery, have you hit the lottery over there recently? Well, Ohio Lottery has been hit by ransomware. Hackers claim theft employee and player data. Lovely. Tickets can still be purchased, but winning numbers and jackpots for some gains are not available on the lottery website. In addition, the mobile cash app and super retail locations are not cashing prizes greater than $5.99 as a result of the incident. The hackers claim to stolen more than 600 gigs of data from the Ohio Lottery including databases storing over 3 million records associated with employees and players. The data alleges including names, postal addresses, winning dates, birth, and social security numbers. I'm sure probably none of it encrypted. Why? Why is this data not encrypted? The New York Times is targeting various companies under the OpenAI umbrella, as well as Microsoft, an OpenAI partner that both uses its to power its co-pilot service and help provide infrastructure for training but suit goes well beyond the use of corporate in material training. Alleged OpenAI-powered software will happily circumvent the Times paywall. So again, New York Times going after OpenAI, and they want all of the large language models destroyed. The FDA is warning Amazon over supplements with undeclared and potentially harmful ingredients. In a letter to Amazon, 
The letter concerns your firm's distribution of products that violate the Food Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. The United States and FDA purchased the U.S. United States and Drug Administration purchased on your website products that are labeled energy enhancing supplements or food, but laboratory analysis confirmed that they contain undeclared and potentially harmful active pharmaceutical pharmaceutical ingredients, as discussed further below. Further, the products are misbranded under the Section 502, blah, 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 blah. Your firm is responsible for inducing delivering for injection to interstate commerce. The food is under Section blah, 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 blah. So what is this? What is the product? Did they say what the product was? Um, no, they didn't list the, sup- the energy-inducing supplements. It's being announced Russia will assist NASA with International Space Station flights through 2025. The news follows Russia's previous commitment to stay on the ISS until 2028. So, uh, the march continues. Okay. They want me out online. Mint Mobile also recently suffered a security breach. Customer email, phone numbers, and SIM numbers were impacted. So if you have a Mint Mobile, be aware that you'll be getting a notice from them soon. Shakeout has begun after $5 billion in streaming losses for Netflix rivals. This is big. The world's largest traditional entertainment companies are facing a reckoning. Disney, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Discovery, Comcast, and Paramount are facing pressure to shrink or sell legacy businesses, scale back production, slash costs, following billions in losses from their digital platforms. Sherry Redstone, Paramount's billionaire controlling shareholders, effectively put the company on the block in recent weeks. She's held talks about selling the Hollywood studio to Skydance, a production company buying Top Gun. Paramount chief executive also discussed a possible combination over lunch with Warner CEO in mid-December. Beyond the streaming losses, additional media years facing a weak advertising market, declining television revenues, and higher production costs following Hollywood strikes and negotiated settlements. So they got their raises, but these folks are probably going to be going out. And you look at what we're all watching. We're listening to podcasts. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. We're not watching a lot of regular TV. TV advertising is falling short. Cut, cut, cord cutting is continuing to accelerate. Sports costs are going up, and the movie business is not performing. Everything is going wrong that can go wrong. Netflix, a tech group that pioneered streaming model more than a decade, has emerged as the winner of the battle to reshape video distribution. Much of the past four years, the industry spent money like drunken sailors to fight the first salvos of the streaming wars. But meanwhile, Netflix has been there from the beginning. And Netflix was profitable. So uh, we'll see. Going to be a lot of shakeout here. Finally, Burger King is giving discounts if facial recognition thinks you're hungover. In Brazil only, Burger King says it's doling out hangover whoppers using facial recognition to determine whether you've had too much to drink last night and will give you a hangover whopper. Celebrating the booze-filled days between Christmas and New Year's. How about that? All right, that's going to bring us to the end. 
We've been alone. The live stream has been down for whatever happened. I have no idea. Uh, something, something went up, choked tonight. It's all right. 99.99% of you are here through normal podcast consumption meets. Again, it's been my pleasure today to bring you the show. I want to wish each and every one of you, I hope you had a happy holidays and uh, have had a happy, going to have a happy new year. Please be safe out there. Uh, if you get a cocktail or two and Uber's available in your neighborhood, please Uber home. It's not available here, so I will hopefully have a designated driver. If not, I will not be partaking. Cost of a DUI and, you know, the chance of uh, hurting somebody is just too great. And uh, that is not the way to start 2024. So I hope all of you uh, are enjoying a little bit of holiday cheer. I hope that uh, Santa Claus was good to, to everyone. And uh, one thing to continue to remember and was very, very evident to me um, over this holiday period, there's a lot of people, a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people really did not have uh, a Christmas. Um, I, I came into town, we, we celebrate basically, uh, Christmas day. Um, it was kind of interesting. Uh, I was in town, had to get gas, uh, on my way home and you could just, it just, what was going on within the gas station really kind of made me go, wow. Um, it was pretty evident to me that a lot of people, well, and it, some other stuff that I saw, um, definitely continue to have a very tough time of it. Uh, I feel very fortunate and blessed, uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are out there uh, struggling. So, uh, I hope that uh, 2024 shapes up to be a better year. I don't know. You know, the government's trying to fool us and saying the inflation's under control. But remember, if we had 8% inflation last year and then inflation is 4% this year, it's compounded. It hasn't, prices haven't went down. It's just, you know, if it cost 100 before, now it's 108 and it's 4% increase this year, then, you know, again, we're up another 4 or $5, $112 for something. So it's, it's not like the prices are going down. Infl inflation's still out of, out of control. And, uh, and the market's definitely going to cool off. Car lots are full here. A trailer, I hear repos are on like, for like small items are just off the chart. People have four wheelers, trailers, all kinds of extra things that they bought. Um, are getting repoed like crazy just because they can't make payments. Um, so uh, it's understandable. So uh, let's hope we go into a new year and the economy turns around. Uh, I continue to tighten my budget because I just feel 2024 is going to be more of the same. Um, we'll see. We'll see over time. But again, thank you for being here. Thanks for being a, a fan of the show. Thank you for being with me all the way through 2023 on our march here to our 20th anniversary as we go into 2024. Uh, exciting times. Um, be one of the few podcasts to make that historic mark. Um, so uh, 
we'll we'll do something big when we hit 20 in October of 2024. But uh, again, thanks for being part of the family. Again, hope that you support can start to support the show by becoming an insider. This is going to be something we're talking about a lot. Time, talent, or treasure. So support the show with your time, talent, or treasure. And uh, the treasure is always important. Again, at a minimum, two, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five dollars a month, or you just send a donation per episode. Whatever you may want to do. And uh, I'm going to be thinking about spicing the uh, the donation segment up. And uh, it might not be too spicy in the beginning. But we'll have fun with it, and it'll be completely transparent uh, as it should be. All right, thanks, everyone. Thanks for being here. Happy New Year. Be safe. We'll be back. Uh, well, actually, let me look. Yeah, so today is the 28th. So there may be a show on the 4th. It depends on what time my flight leaves on the 5th. Uh, but again, I'm heading to Las Vegas on January 5th. But there will be no show on New Year's, so I'll try to be back here. Maybe we'll do the show on the on the 3rd, so it might be a day early. I'll coordinate with Kirk, depending on the schedule, but we'll get one in before I go. All right, everyone, take care. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Bye-bye.